Hello, and welcome to another episode of What You Say, where we are two moms here to encourage, empower, and inspire with love and laughter. I'm Amber. And I'm Melanie. Hey, Mel. How you doing? I'm good. Good. Good, good, good. I hear that you want to hear these East Coast parts of town. Yeah, we done made our way in because the graduates are giving their final hurrah and turning tassels out here. So we popped into town for a surprise and it was indeed a surprise. Awesome. That is so awesome. I know it's getting warmer. Yeah. Hopefully it's getting no, warmer. It is. No, no, <laughs> but it'll stay warmer. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Now you're right. Because see, when I got here, you all were feeling like the winter of winter, or as they say on Game of Thrones, winter is coming. <laughs> That's how it was feeling out here. I said, wait a minute, I didn't bring that heavy a coat. I know that's right. A hat, glove, scarf, all okay. that kind of stuff. It, it was, was cold. Straight. It was feeling like Siberia. I said, well, what's the temperature? They said 35 degrees. I said, uh-uh. I haven't done this in, uh-uh, no, to the no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honey. That's what we was doing out here. Yeah. But anywho, yes, the graduates are graduating. And yes. moving on up. Moving on up. Yes, like they a, are. Some other folks is graduating from a popular reality show that we, well, it's popular to us, but, you know. Uh, it's just... <laughs> I'm going to say this. This is the end of the DC uh, tour of sorts is from Ready Ready to Love. And they did DC and then they did Potomac. Now, see, this is what I, I have an issue with. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah, we we got we got uh, couples and singles from uh, from the Potomac area. No, you don't. Ain't none of them people live in Potomac, Maryland, honey. <laughs> I'm just here to say, tell you that. No, they don't. Anywho, um, on and beyond that, I think that this particular um, crew, out of all of them, I will say, all of the ready to love that has thus, you know, since passed us, um, they have been, and I'm going to say it directed towards the men have been the most sincere, the most real, truthful, and the most wanting to really, truly find love. And I say that because I'm not saying that all of them were like that. I'm saying that it it was a mixture of all of that, a conglomerate of all of that between one, you know, sprinkled in for a few people, even for those that were voted off you know, felt that they weren't ready to love um, in, in terms of that, those particular women. But I really found a genuineness with this particular um, cast, I would say. Um, so, and, and I, you know, it, a lot of them were very true to the program. And, you know, I, you know, you had a lot of people saying, oh, they don't look good where they find them on the street corner or something, you know. But, you know, 
it is what it is. <laughs> it still doesn't, it still doesn't, um, uh, it, it, it still holds true that they were true to their hearts, many of them, to what they wanted. Um, so I could, I could honestly say for myself that I was rooting for um, some of the couples and, and or some of the people, you know, even if they didn't make it. But um, I just found myself being more, um, yes, I felt invested so in this particular group. So what do you think, Mel? Let's put it like this. I think I differ a little bit from you. And um, I'm glad none of these people made any declarations of, well, I majored in communication because that was a big problem for me with this group this season. Despite the fact that I think, and I, the part I do agree with you that I think there was more dedication to really unfolding the layers of trying to establish good relationships um, with these people. And I will say that, but again, there was communication issues. Some people came right in, uh, well, a couple, one couple in particular, and they were able to kind of, you know, zero in on each other and they, you know, and their relationship began to take off. But unlike prior seasons, this season took a different turn in that there were, um, they had blind dates this time. And I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, that part, and maybe the fact that, again, because they were in, quote, unquote, Potomac, they were not all under one roof as we had seen in the past. So their real time of spending quality time was really like broken up unless they could connect with each other by phone calls or texting and then meet up for different dates. Well, they did. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying they did not have the same if they were under the one roof that they were with each other all of the time whereas they allow for their personal lives to continue as they did the previous season so with that being said I don't think there was really um, the dedication to having a lot of time with different people to really get to know them I mean, that's just kind of what I was thinking. That's all. Well, I mean, you you have to really look at it, too. I mean, the getting to know, we're not going to see all of that in a matter of, what, four weeks? So um, we're not going to see what they go through. We're only there for one day out of the week. And, you know, they're doing this on a daily basis, I'm hoping, you know, uh, talking to each other because you know there were mentions of texting and and um, and phone calls and things like that um, but also with keeping in with the whole concept of what's going on you know it's this was a time to meet people to see who you connected with and you know there are sometimes you know and by it 
this was a shorter one too because they only had 14 people and um, I mean I know they started with seven but then they start you know bringing in other folk but the thing was was that a lot of people were saying okay well yeah I, I do like this person but I still need to have a backup you know or a couple backups so it was that's where it kind of gets a little messy you know um, well, the interesting part is that Two of the people they bought in the double date became a couple. I know. I thought that was so cool. I was like, wow. (laughs) But, uh, you know, let's kind of like pull this apart. Like in the beginning, I know as it relates to the reunion, you know, they they had uh, Ace who had decided to dismiss herself because her potential love interest was leaving Laverne. And then you had Gosh. Carmen and Donovan. So they were the, 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 the blind daters that ended up being an, an item. And again, like I said, Ace and Laverne, because it was established that Laverne by the girls was not ready to love and Ace found no connections with other people. So she self-eliminated as well. But so what do you, let's kind of start with Carmen and Donovan. Well, wait, before we go there, well, okay, so the whole thing with the blind date, it wasn't just like a blind date. It was their introduction into the group, but they wanted to, you know, they wanted to feel, somebody needed to feel them out first, but they were going to be in the group anyway. So it wasn't just like some, you know, random people just coming in just so that they can have a blind date. Um, But with Carmen, you know, Carmen, uh, now, let me just say this. She is a PK. And there, there is a certain... Now, listen, if y'all out there listening and y'all PKs, don't take it personally. Because if you do, we know it's you anyway. Anyway, no, let me stop. <laughs> so, um, sometimes, well, a lot of times that I have noticed that, you know, they, they PKs kind of get a bad rap because... It's like, oh, you a PK? Mm-hmm. You really be doing some things, don't you, behind closed doors? And it's kind of like a known thing that a lot of PKs, you know, you don't really think they preach as kids, if you know what I'm saying. You, you see what they do, you don't really think they preach as kids. But, um, you know, she's, she's one, and I would have never, ever, 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 thought that she was a PK, let alone her mama's the uh, the pastor, you know? So just, it was just funny because I was like, wait a minute, she's dressed this revealing. And then when she meets his mother, she's all, you know, closed up. Just the same when she had him meet her parents, you know, she was, you know, very put together. Um, But, you know, it, it was just very interesting that, I think that she knew, even though she wanted like certain other people, they had a connection and it was, you could really tell that they were more intimate with one another. And I'm not saying on a physical level, but it was emotional too with them. So I I felt their connection, she and Donovan. Um, But, you know, that whole, speaking of Donovan, and then we have well, look, you go on with 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 um with Carmen because I know we're gonna get to Sabrina. <laughs> well, Carmen, like you said, she was scantily dressed on all the other dates when people met her ex. 
the dress she had on, if she had sneezed, it had dropped to her waist. Um, but, you know, that's that's just who she is. You know, she's a parent of a teenager, 17 years old. That's a that's another subject because, you know, you all come on these shows and, you know, the world doesn't necessarily know what your kids know about you and your past or your experiences with dating people. But your kids have to go back to school their friends is watching the show. I saw your mother on TV. Their teachers are watching the show. Okay. <laughs> All right. But that's another thing. But anyway, um, Carmen seemed a little bit shocked during a different segment of the show when she found out who Donovan was kissing. <laughs> they showed her expression on the, um, mo- on the monitor as she was in the back um, as they did different ones. I thought Carmen was a little bit quick on the cuff in terms of trying to lock in on certain individuals. She had eyes for certain people, but they were already into their top threes or whatever the case may have been. And then Donovan on, I think really where things came to a real place for them was when they were on the retreat and they were having that time outside. And Donovan, on the other hand, had another love interest with Miss Tina, who was also a new mom of a young baby. Um, But she failed to show up. And that said to him, well, she's not here, so she's not relevant anymore. And that's when Carmen became more of his focal point. Right, because so. they weren't they weren't really a connection because again, Carmen had her um you know, hooks and other people. Right. And then he, you know, had the same. But uh, the <laughs> then we have Sabrina. Mm. Oh Lord, she was just all I'm sorry. Sabrina, you know what? And oh gosh, I she's got some issues that she had unresolved issues. And for her to say that Donovan, she didn't feel he was ready to love because he had just, you know, gotten out of a divorce, gotten divorced, was very strange because she also is recently divorced. And so there was no, so what makes him not ready to love and you ready to love? That didn't make any sense to me. I just, I think that for her, she wasn't really getting what, Can I just say it? She was very controlling. She wanted these relationships to be established on her terms and her terms solely. And she had eyes for Tori, Demetrius, and Donovan. Those were her three picks. Um, And I guess I would say in that order, from Tori being first out the gate as and when she would go into the ladies lounge and it was Tori, 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 Tori. And then when she was called to the carpet about the fact that that's what she was saying, she was saying, well, all in wasn't even about Tori. Well, you didn't mention Demetrius name. If that's who it was about. She didn't say that this was that in her discussion of saying being all in and opening up was about him. 
And on the on the opposite side, again, when they were at the retreat, you know, and they're playing truth or dare. And I'm sorry, that just took me back to, are y'all in middle school? <laughs> I'm just saying that that's just me. But nonetheless, and she chose to take the dare. And hindsight, she was like, I should have taken the tequila or whatever they were drinking. But she chose, she was, the dare was to nibble on someone's ear. And she's like, oh, let me see, let me see. Like she was trying to make this like, she got several, several options. And then she's circling the table and everyone is like, well, Joy came out and said, uh, where are you going, Miss Girl? Basically, Tori's over here. She's circling the table, rubbing her hands together. And she goes and nibbles on Demetrius' ear. Well, Tori, he was, she was shocked, as he admitted, and a little bit like taken aback. Like, wow, I thought, there was more between us and again because he didn't come to her on the terms of what she wanted then she turned him off and she struck him from the record meanwhile Demetrius is saying zero yeah he was and her whole thing well he's quiet he doesn't even smile you know but but he behind closed doors and un and underneath the bridge and and down Over by the, the bank the you know he's all he's by. all in i'm like first they of all why do that... you want somebody that seems like a snake well it, that too but they went on that trip where they were touring in dc and he sat at the back of the bus and did not say bo or diddly to her so you know you're trying to say that this guy has this quiet kind of connection with you whatever that was but if it was so tight when he wanted you to meet his mother you found that wasn't where you wanted to go and the and supposedly the reason was he had a conversation with his mother regarding her and she felt like that was something that he should have more or less given her a heads up you know, tell me, you know, why didn't you tell me that you and your mother discussed A, B, and C? Why? Because you thought mama was going to put you on the spot, Miss Girl? It mm. probably was going to be that. And she was going to read you. She was going to see just where you were coming from. See, my my thing is that, you know, when you have when you have people coming in and who have been divorced, I need to know why you've been divorced. Let me talk to your ex. Why didn't you bring your That's ex? That's the ex, right. See, That's the ex we need the ex. We need up. that ex. Now, yeah. now, Absolutely. now, wait a minute. I got to say this here. I got to say this. <laughs> and I'm going to say it because it's experience. If you have an ex, <laughs> and I'm just putting it out there. Oh, my. If you have an ex, a divorced ex, that does not want you to be in a new relationship. Now that's not the ex you want to bring. That's I'm just saying that right there. <laughs> I'ma just say that right there. You talk about sabotage. Yeah, that <laughs> no, part. That part. That's different. Yeah. But um, you know, so it's it's just she's just conniving and, and trifling. Messy. 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 All of that to all mm -hmm. of that. 
So she wasn't ready to love because she hasn't wrapped her head around how relationships work in terms of good communication, being open to compromise. That doesn't mean you lower your standards, but that means that this person is someone that you connect with and you know that you can grow together and mature together and have independent goals and common goals and work towards them together and not on your turn personally she to me she has all this stiff stuffy frumpy i need an animal look anyway so i'm just like mm, also you know it, everybody brushed over it and i'm i'm you know it was brushed over when she went to talk to laverne to tell him he wasn't ready to love and laverne said it at on the show during the uh when the producers were talking to him and he said it at the reunion, she cursed him out. See, they brushed over that. See, let's have a little bit of decency and have some sense of decorum when you're even talking. I know, yes, you want to choose your words and it can be difficult to deliver not so pleasant news to someone on these reality competition shows, but Stooping to someone's level and cursing them out. What does that, is that, where's the gratification in that? I mean, unless you're that person. Well, no, that's a lot of times people, people feel like this is, I feel that they've heard me and I've gotten it out like that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, that's um, really, you know what? Again, here these folks are back in middle school and high school. But speaking of cussing out, we got Dakia. No, Precious. Well, we're going to get to Precious because she just one that went off and just went off, literally. Um, Dakia and Eric. Now. Hence situation. You know, when you wrong. See, that's the other thing. When, you know, when, when, when a tiger backs a snake into a corner, the snake will strike. And... (laughs) He just, just very vibrous, um, cussing at the woman, you know, and just, it was just uncalled for because normally when people start talking like that, they wrong. You're wrong. You know, you're wrong. And you trying to take, it's called the art of misdirection, but no, it wasn't. Mm-mm. Okay. So, Can I, like, just let me just say this one thing. The cursing we see here on this portion of this show, the the, um, reunion. But apparently regarding that situationship, he wasn't the one cursing. Carry on. I don't understand. Uh, Miss Dakia, when the offense occurred. Oh, no, I I understand that. I'm not, I'm not even talking. Now that, that was, yeah. That kind of thing is put, hold up. <laughs> That's a little bit different. I'm going to say that. Not saying that, you know, she didn't have to curse. But right then and there, I, you know. But I'm talking about him cursing at her in a defense of I was, I didn't do anything wrong kind of thing. So. See, it, it, I didn't totally get that. I understood that he owned it. Even when he saw Tommy. No, what he what he was trying to say was when she said he didn't start cussing until she said, well, you should have, 
you should have said it something earlier. And then it went to a whole different thing, which in fact, she was correct. She should have, instead of waiting until you get home to apologize with a text, not verbally, after you put your hands on me in front of, in public, you know, your time to say, you know, apologize for that would have been at the moment when I said, get your blankety blank hands off me. (laughs) you know and then it would have been oh you know I I apologize for doing that I shouldn't have that kind of thing but you know it was I I just think that he handled that wrong you know so he yeah agree I think that um he he took he went in on what she was saying about the picture being like a high school prom pose and then he, I felt like he was trying to take liberties um, of an in, inappropriate type um, into their relationship that had not even grown or gone that way. And he was wrong for that. And to your point, there should have been an immediate apology, immediate, not a text, not an after the fact, you've been verbally uh, disciplined that you were inappropriate and she reminded you that she was a lady now I don't know who you've been going out with before but not here this is not no and that's what I think needs to is a topic of just these gentlemen these guys not behaving like gentlemen I mean that part and secondly these women need to stop acting like they have to go after the man. You are the prize to be desired. And the men need to understand that a prize to be desired needs to be treated in such a fashion. Don't make things so comfortable for him and communicate how you feel. Don't, don't try to start playing over here with this one saying something a little sweet over here to this one. You're all over the place and you don't really have a directive. But yes, I agree with you 100%. Eric was totally wrong. And because of that, my opinion here, that he needed to self-eliminate because he did this in front of other people. It wasn't made clear other than Paul that witnessed it, but he was inappropriate in his contact with her. Totally inappropriate. And, you know, it's hard. Tommy really tried hard at getting at the apology. And I think they got there, but that's where everything gets tabled. Like, there's not a way for you to come back from that. I mean, unless you gain some real sharp skills on how to pave your way of at least being her friend mm. I'm just saying I, uh, yeah that's that's <laughs> but yeah that you know that was really really not appropriate and, and I, come on I just don't understand how you could misread if I can use that term loosely just because we're just saying there's a joke being made about the pose and all of that, that's that's not giving someone right of passage to, to, to take things to another level. No. 
that cat to me that category is just because I'm wearing a short skirt does not mean you can go up it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So mm. in that case, no still means no. And at that point, you still need to embody that we're still at the no level. How about no? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that part. Yes, indeed. Speaking of no, precious. Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, my gosh. She really just showed She's herself so and just the ignorance, mm. you know. Mm. If you mad, just be, you mad because you got voted off. Nobody wanted you. I mean, I'm not saying it, you know, I, let me take that back because that that wasn't right. But it it seemed to me her anger was stemming from when she found out about certain things and her facial expressions and her expressions alone were just like, huh, really? That happened? I can't believe that. You know, it was just like, okay, they didn't want you. They didn't choose you. So you've got to get on with that that's number one but (laughs) she's getting called out the fact that she was calling around discussing what happens in the lady lounge here we go for me again the com the communication has been since the institution of this show that what happens in these lounges is supposed to stay there why these people start getting on the phone and texting and saying they're coming for you you about to get cut uh Folks saying you could be next, like they got some kind of power that, you know what I mean, that they shot caller. It's just, okay, there's, again, there is just no level of confidentiality. Like, why can't you discuss how you feel in the ladies' lounge? If that person's not for you, that's fine. But it should stay there. That's not... If that person's not your love interest, they don't need to hear anything that might not be of a pleasantry um, about your interaction with them from somebody else. Come on. I mean, again, it's like, are we talking about adults or are we talking about middle schoolers? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's it's really sad. It's really, really it sad. is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. I I can honestly say I did feel bad for Tori. I um, did too. He he really got a bum rap. And and but again, and he said this too. You in this type of show, you can't just single out one person. You got to have some backups. And he didn't do that. You know, it was Right. He just he started with patience, precious. Oh, child, I don't remember the name, precious. But um, <laughs> but then you know his he got his eye you know stayed on uh, Sabrina, and that's where it, it just locked in, and he did not want to deal with anyone else. And so I think that he was at a disadvantage because he did not pursue anyone else. So that made him you know. You know, he wasn't feeling anybody. And everybody knew that. So it was just more like when they spoke to him, it was like, this is my homeboy kind of thing. And this that just didn't work. And I, you know, I really feel bad for him because she played him like a little fiddle. I really agree. Totally agree. She just played him instead of just being up front. And again, because she's sitting over there talking about, well, Demetrius, you know, he's not looking at me or talking to me or he's... 
you know, all this, him trying to play Rico Suave, sitting back watching these other people make connections and thinking that she's going to wait around. Then he waits around for her to come around only for her to say, no, I ain't meet your family. Because it ain't on her terms. And also she got all cooked up on the term submissive instead of having a real conversation about it. And stop thinking that it means walk five paces behind me. You do as I say do when I say do and how I say do. People who are locking into that as being the definition and the the definitive uh platform for people in relationships you all need to get some education and find out first of all what and the bible is. says Come on, don't get me started. <laughs> yes ma'am you know and it's just it's really sad but um you know i i just she she got called out a lot she got called yes, out a lot, did. especially when they were at that first brunch and she said that donovan was acting a certain kind of way he's like hold up my sister <laughs> no and no and how about no um but yeah and so she real got, quick do you think that that type of open forum of conversation should happen a little bit sooner wait which which the form? conversation where donovan called her out where tommy had all the couples meeting together and just kind of having an open conversation about what was going on in their relationships um what people might have been uncomfortable with or comfortable with You're talking about a few weeks or earlier yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because I mean, this I, was at the last leg you yeah know? see i think that's something that you really can can begin to really see who's moving and shaking with who and hash out all this nonsense and don't wait when wait until someone is being told they're ready to love for them to be acting out or say something that they or it's or later on is saying someone is saying something that they didn't say. Yeah. But I mean, and that's a, he say, she say thing, because again, right. like you said, well, I, he didn't, she didn't say anything to him about that, you know? And I'm like, he's like, he, it was like, he was blindsided. Right. So, you know, it was just, ugh, I, oh my gosh. But anyway, um, to the couples who did link up, I actually and and it was it was like kismet from the start with Joy and Clifton. Cause see, first of all, when I saw Clifton, I was like, "Oh, he had Sandy Bear. I love him like that. Yes." <laughs> and then you had then and you know what? People are so mean anyway. They're talking about his teeth and everything, and I'm like, "Let me tell y'all something, honey." There is Invisalign Smile Direct Club. We look. That bottom grill, we can get that all squared away. But everything else, everything else, I was like, who are you talking about? <laughs> but, um, you but know, he was like the voice of God. Also, as far as there being imperfections in people's physical appear appearances, there are plastic surgeons, dentists, and people of other cosmetic specialties that watch this show and that's what they're they are shopping for some of them will take these people who have been a part of these reality shows on as clients and it works both ways they get the, a service and the uh, and the other party performing the service gets free advertisement i'm just saying go ahead well i mean for you actually not when they don't see it though yet 
I mean, that's a, unless he's on another show. No, no, no. What I'm saying is they do. Um, case in point, there was um, the young man who was doing the home renovations and one a nurse noticed this knot on the side of his neck and had and and rode into the show and he went and had it um, checked out. So there this was, was this was an actual person who worked the home renovations, not not like a couple or a family or a person, right? This was the actual person who performed the the actual renovations. Well, yes. that's what I'm saying. But, but he's going to go be on the shows again. Well, yeah, there's that potential. But what I'm saying, there's also been other people who have been on one show. Someone fixed an imperfection and they ended up on another show. Okay, I see what is you're what saying. what I'm saying. But but my point is is that there are people of um in the fields of of medical fields as well as plastic surgeons and other specialties that they do watch the shows and they sometimes they are hunting for clients like this. People like Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh gosh. Those uh, the the guys on Botch they're, they watch these shows and if if they don't see it, somebody writes into them, did you see such and so? And they will sometimes take these individuals on as clients because it ends up being free walking advertisement of them. Yeah, but I, again, again, my teddy bear. Actually, she's he's okay. Joy's teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, he's Joy's teddy bear, but I will say this. <laughs> when Clifton came on, them short t-shirts like he was looking like baby Huey in the front was not working but let me tell you after he and Joy locked in homie start bringing his clothing game up to the table yes, he the, was. the the trench coat the yellow pea coat I said okay miss mister yeah yeah, he he starts saying, "All right, let me let me polish up the act." But see, you know, I I, I was, came in there thinking, "Look, if this ain't working out, I ain't wasting right. All my I ain't waste my. On, <laughs> I ain't gonna waste all my finest but on this." The thing was, was that between Joy and 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 Clifton, the chemistry was it was like they're spot on. It was like wow, because he and and you saw to your point. The the men man being the chaser, the woman being the chasee, he was doing that. Absolutely. He was like, he would come in and say, listen, I want to sit down with you. And she even said, well, we're about to end this scene. He was like, no, no, I don't care what they can tell me to get up, but I'm going to sit here with you. You know, those kinds of things. And, and you, she, you know, all that, even to the point when he said, I hope I don't die because you just gave me coconut. I still want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, when you he know, had, I, we'll see. That was again something she didn't know. And she right? No, I, that I'm not even. I'm like, not even talking about that. I'm talking about for him to just be like, look, even though I'm like, he was I might already die. Was, I just still want to be talking to you. You know, well, he was smitten. He was. It no, was he was cool very way. invested. And it and like I said, cool that's way. why I really, really like this episode. Even if it was just him, you know. Because he brought a lot to the table in showing what it should be like, exactly. you know, for a man, a man to pursue a woman and actually court her. Because the only sense, thing that's what I did, doing. the only thing I didn't like, excuse me for cutting you off. The only thing I did not like was prior to the retreat at the cabin, it, 
it was clear that he had had conversation with Joy that they were going to really, really invest looking at the next level of their relationship such that they had made plans. And that was clear. But he had also said similar commentary to Dakia. And I felt that that wasn't wrong. That was wrong on his part, that he should have just been very forthright. You know, Dakia, I did enjoy my time with you, but really, I don't want you to be strung along or put any of your potential relationships to the side because I'm more, I find myself more invested in someone else than you. And that's how that should have been said. I just, and that could have been the whole dynamic of Will Packer bringing the emotional and the drama and all that. Right. And and again, we, we are left to the, the, the cutting room floor and, and what is going to be put in place of that. Because again, this is, it is reality, but some of the stuff can be a little scripted or manipulated into the sense where, okay, listen, I know you really got this great connection, but we need to spice it up a little bit. Just say this, say, you know, do this and, you know, so we just really don't know, but uh, you know, to we your don't. Point, but I wish she had just said after he real re- after he made his heartfelt apology, we don't need to hug, bruh, because you got your interests somewhere else. So take all that energy and chemistry and take it on back to old girl. But, I, he wouldn't have. He I wouldn't have been hugging him personally well that again that's that's you she probably wanted to feel on them muscles for last time honey. girl Who what's knows, that Shay? doing that's what you call more hurt <laughs> harm and danger now but, um, but i will say next week well this this week coming honey this friday somebody done had a little box got down on his big knee honey was about to say ask somebody a question it's sweet Um, you know it was just it was questionable and people in social media were like I think she did this to just get her career going I know I'm like like, what there was there was never any mentioning of her career career at all until she said she had to leave and obviously she's been doing this for a long time yeah that was her first time on stage but I mean, like I, again I just felt I I was very happy to see Clifton let his walls down because he was <clears throat> guarded yes he was I thought the interaction that they had with his family like his aunt I believe it was mm-hmm. and you know he's a father uh he has older kids and a young child and I I thought it was pretty cool how they asked her about parenting you know, and it'll be interesting. You know, we've seen before on on um, reality shows where it looks like some people are locked in and then when the cameras go away and all of that. But I'm hopeful for them that it hey, will lead them to the altar. And it might it might lead them to their own show. <laughs> uh, no, we don't need that. But anyway, no. this this for me this this is enough right here. Right, you know it was. Knows. But you know, you know this relationships. You know, we communication is like 
Aside from love and honesty, communication. It's them three things. Love, honesty, and, and or love, trust, and, and, and communication, honey. That's that's what it is. Because if you don't have true communication, you might as well just go separate. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> While you're talking about communication, that's what... I was married now. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh I'm like, why you're not married? Why are you why would you even say something like that? That just sounds crazy. Doesn't it? It just sounds really you, you crazy. Really ridiculous. And I realized that was a line from a movie. But she but was married. That's she, the thing. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she was married. And you can't you don't know what it's like to feel what it's like to be married because you've never been married so you're saying i feel like i'm married you've only known this man what two months take several seats real quick girl bye child don't even start feeling like you're married till after a few years (laughs) wait a minute okay (laughs) here we go with another situation i mean no a relationship he got young babies, your babies mm-hmm. in the teen. How's that gonna work for you? See, a people again, like I said, people aren't always taking inventory or sight of the bigger picture. You just see the I loves you. You my <laughs> baby. <laughs> is you is is right? you ain't my baby <laughs> right? But yeah, like I said, when them cameras go away. And real life starts taking on, and maybe them baby diapers is getting on your last nerve. <laughs> okay, so you know, and then you gotta meet Miss Girl because that's the thing. When you, you are a parent, you are Ms. not Ms. out twenty four seven. You are not out partying. You are not out at the club having dinner every night. All that kind of stuff. It's not all glitz and glamour and all of that. You can't be a jet setter if your husband, your husband if you get there has a two or three year old the mother needs a break too sweetheart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that part so, yes indeedy i'm just saying speaking of mothers mother's day is approaching honey hallelujah and i think i need to call somebody daddy to come and get them so i can have a mother's day well <laughs> Oh, wait, did I say that on air? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> but it's all right. It's all right. All yes, right, all yes, right. yes. But again, we could we could be on here forever talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> happy Mother's Day, all the mommies. Yes, all happy Mother's us, Day. All of us and the and the mommies who are stepping in for whatever reason the other or the biological or birth mother is not available happy mother's day to you because you've earned your crown and the mothers of the church honey happy mother's day (laughs) (laughs) oh you being messy yes honey you know honey (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness yes but anywho, and, and those single fathers out there who, you know, don't have the mom around, and I mean in terms of, you know, maybe incarcerated or no longer with with you, um, 
you are not a mother too. Cause you know how folks say, you know, happy father's day to the mom. No, I'm not the man. You're not a woman. So don't, don't accept happy mother's day. If you are a single father no. doing that, don't accept that. No. Um, you just I'm know just you've been doing the deed and that's exactly. fine. And there's a reward for you too. Cause father's day's coming. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. And, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So, listen, we don't want to leave you without a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you, Father. We magnify your name, Lord. We ask you in Jesus' name that you will continue to bless, to keep, to heal, to deliver and set free the people that are listening, Lord. We thank you for them. We thank you for allowing us, Father God, to speak and have our say in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we ask you, Father God, to continue to provide. We ask you, Lord, for those that are listening, for those with friends that do not know you, Father God. We ask you to pull on their heartstrings, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you you died for them, that you love them, that you were raised again and still ever present. And all they need to do is say, Lord, forgive me for my sins. We ask, I ask you to write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life and that you come into my heart and be Lord and Master of my life. Lord, we just thank you right now, Father God, for those that are praying that prayer, Lord, in Jesus' name, because they are now entered into the fold, Father. And we thank you and we magnify you and we love you and we say amen. Amen. So, if you hear something strange, <gasps> see something odd. What? Always remember to say what you say. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye.